his literature books out. We're going to talk about the other side of reading. Ready? Hello class, welcome back. Glad you showed up, as you always should. <sighs> Excuse me, too excited. So today we're going to do Literature 101, and we're going to talk about the things that happen inside from reading, but also from the point of view of authors, of things they don't necessarily want you to know, but we have. So we're going to start out with a NewYorkTimes.com review. And recently, we have an updated version of the Franz Kafka Diaries, or the Diaries of Franz Kafka. Um, now, these were diaries that were literally personal to Kafka himself, and they had little to do with... <laughs> excuse me. Sorry, class. They had little to do with his stories and more to do with him. Now, be, due to some of the things in here, we're going to bypass some of the stuff just for specific reasons. But we know that Kafka was not known for lightness of spirit. He, he was, just like his novels such as The Trial, Metamorphosis, The Hunger Artist, and other stories and novels, he was, well, distiller of what we call guilt and shame. And quintessentially modern as well. Um, you know, they do have, but, sorry class, because of that, <laughs> excuse me, but because of that, these diaries are so prevalent today. They do have proof that Kafka himself was funny and that he one time was laughing so hard he actually had, you know, soda, you know, he spit soda everywhere because he was laughing so hard. However, um, he, overall, his life wasn't super awesome, as many old authors happen to do. Um, <laughs> excuse me, class, sorry. Um, in this diary, we have letters, we have drafts of stories, aphorisms, dreams, and other observations. Kafka, Kafka did not want these uh, published, and he actually ordered his friend uh, goes by the name um, Max Broad to burn them all. However, just like many other people do who know these geniuses of, at heart, they didn't go, they didn't listen, and they decided to save a couple to be able to print. Now, he did buff out a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things there that we're not going to talk about due to different reasons. But he put, took out a lot of stuff that he did not think anybody really needed to know. The new unexpurgated and essential edition has finally been published in English via here. I believe this is... Oh, this is a brand new... Okay, so literally just now, class, I had to make sure I got the right uh, article up here. Um, and uh, da, 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 the sole previous edition was issued in the late 1940s. So the last time we had a quote-unquote diary, was decades ago. Um, the new volume, they say, in a sensitive and briskly enigmatic translation by Ross Benjamin, offers revelation upon revelation. It's an invaluable addition to Kafka's oeuvre. Uh, we're broad, we're broad stroke to clean up Kafka and foster a sense that he was, in the translator's words, a saintly prophetic genius, 
This edition scuffs him up and returns him to Earth in an intimate matter that there's no injury to our sense of his suffering or his profound original gifts. Um, a lot of the stuff in here, they say, reads like poetry. Sometimes it's like an outtake from a TV show, the translators say. Um, you know, he compares it to a bunch of different things. Um, but really the thing to get from here, and again, if you guys want to learn, get in the nitty gritty, you can check out the article or even purchase the book if you'd like. This is not one that we're going to go over in our book club, however, so this is personally for you if you want to read something. But really the importance of these diaries that they do, and this for a lot of people, is to give you more of an insight of the person or people that they were. Um, you have, um, excuse me, painters like uh, Van Gogh, uh, Van Gogh. Uh, if you want to pronounce it, how some of you, uh, you have, um, I'm trying to think, you have authors like uh, um, Melville and, um, God, what is his name? Uh, Hemingway, who dealt with a lot of stuff. And more recently, their biographies and memoirs come out. So for this section here, guys, for literature, it's important to know that what you are taught in your classes, what you are reading, what you know is half of it. That's the front page. That's the outward exterior that's safe. If you guys are interested or if you guys are studying these these, these uh, authors, feel free to check out some of these, these diaries and excerpts. Again, I cut caveat highly, a lot of the stuff may be a little much for some because they do talk a lot about intimate details of these people. And you got to think, Back in the day, it was a very different decade, very different year. It might have some stuff in there. But for those of you who might be studying author uh, history or might be taking literature classes, it is a great example of what a true author is. So that is first part of the other side of reading. Secondarily, this is a very important one as well, Healthline.com, one of my favorites. We use it a lot on uh, Mining Mental Health. How does reading actually affect you? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, in a positive way or throughout your life. So they broke it down. We're going to go over the main tagline. So you might want to write some of these down. Reading strengthens your brain is number one. We know through things like MRI scans that reading involves a complex, complex network of circuits and signals that are in your brain. As your reading ability matures, those networks get stronger and more sophisticated. In one study that was conducted in 2013, they took scans to measure the effect of reading a novel on the brain. Study participants read the novel Pompeii over a period of nine days. As tension built in the story, more and more areas of the brain lit up. So this is number one. Not very um, surprising. We know that the more you read, the more your brain actually grows, the more synapses connect, all that good stuff. So number one, what happens inside of you is it helps you learn. Number two, it increases your ability to empathize. A lot of times you read a book and you go, oh my God, I feel so bad for these characters. Well, you can take what you learned for your real life relationships, whether it's uh, married life, family life, friends, whatever. But they found that the more you read fiction, or for that matter, even a memoir or a diary, the more you tend to have a better developed theory of mind in the sense of you have the skills that are essential to navigate 
complex relationships. Number three, build your vocabulary. Um, they call this the Matthew effect, which refers to Matthew 13, 12, the, the Bible verse, which says, whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. They translate to me that the more you know, the stronger you're going to get, especially up here. Reading is something that keeps your mind moving. They tell a lot of um, older adults uh, to do that. That's why a lot of people like to puzzle as well, because puzzles keep you going. But vocabulary is super important. Now, does it mean that you need all the words on a regular basis? No, but you can definitely sound sharper. You can write better. If you're applying for a job or applying to school, you can sound a little better. So vocabulary overall, excuse me, helps. Now, number four, something we just went over, guys. Excuse me, guys. Um, helps prevent age-related cognitive decline. Like I just said, the more you read, the less chance of things happening. Um, fewer um, risk of things like dementia or um, or uh, cognitive or you know Alzheimer's or cognitive dysfunction. The more you do something that keeps your brain going, the better chance of fending things off, or in this case, preventing. It can reduce stress, just like yoga or humor, you know, making you laugh or working your body. Reading can help you feel better. 30 minutes of reading, get this down, guys, has uh, been shown to lower blood pressure, heart rate, and feelings of psychological distress just as effectively as if you were laughing at a joke or working out. Next one, prepares you for a good night's rest. Apparently, reading a book uh, before bed or reading a book near the end of the day will help you get into that mood much better than, say, looking at your Kindle or looking at your phone. It helps you feel better. On that same note, it can help alleviate depression symptoms. Now, guys, remember, these are general ideas. This is not to say that these, that these guys on the blog or I am saying, do this and you're, you're fine. This is to say that if you read regularly, you may notice a change in things such as depression or other psychological factors. It may even help you live longer. A long-term health and retirement study followed a cohort of 30, over 3,600 adult participants for 12 years, find that those who read books survived around two years longer than those who either didn't read or who read magazines or other forms of media. Interesting. Kind of worrisome, guys, because I know I'm doing a lot of my research on the computer, so i got to get back into those books, right? Uh, they also connect that people who read more than three and a half hours every day were 23% likely to live longer than those who didn't read at all. So, reading is good. Now, they say, what should you be reading? Well, this is kind of on your own terms. They say instead of doing things like binge-watching your favorite TV show, why not pop up a book? So, what do we learn? Helps uh, improves brain connectivity, increases your vocabulary and comprehension, empowers you to empathize with other people, aids in sleep readiness, reduces stress, lowers blood pressure and heart rate, fights depression symptoms, prevents cognitive decline as you age, and contributes to a longer life. How freaking cool is that? All right, you guys, so hopefully you got this down. Hopefully you got some good stuff. If you have any questions, feel free to ask after the class as well. If you ever watch live, thank you so much. If not, not to fear. Check us out on YouTube and Twitch. 
click that subscribe button on the official Rock Blaster Network. You'll be notified when we have more classes coming up. So you don't want to miss it. And we are putting all our classes in a playlist. And we're soon to separate them by class as well. So stay tuned for that. We're going to make it easier for you to find. Thanks for watching. As always, stay curious. Class will be back, well, soon. But we'll tell you what we're talking about tomorrow even sooner. Bye, guys.